Welcome to the Cruciform Life Church podcast, featuring the weekly sermons from our Sunday gathering. Please visit us online at www.cruciformlifechurch.org for more information. Good morning. Sige po, uh, buksan natin yung mga Biblia natin. Sa Hebrew chapter 12, start in verse 1 down to 3. Tayo po'y tumayo. Let's read. Start in verse 1. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who, for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Considered him who endured from sinners such hostility against himself, so that you may not grow weary or faint-hearted. Tayo po'y madalangin. Aming Diyos Ama, kami po'y dumudulog sa inyo sa magang itong work. Dalangin po namin ng Diyos na samahan mo kami sa aming pag-aaral po ng iyong salita. Nawa, buksan mo yung mga puso't isipan namin na maintindihan po namin yung salita mo at ma-apply po namin sa aming mga buhay. Lord, we commit to you the rest of the time, Lord. This is our prayer. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Ito na po. For two Wednesday po. For two Wednesday, sa midweek prayer meeting po natin, we discuss the theme embracing suffering. Na in 1 Peter chapter 4. Then I said in my opening statement na isa po sa mga kadahilanan bakit ang bilis po natin i-give up ngayong pagsunod natin kay Kristo, pag dumaranas po tayo ng paghihirap sa buhay, ay ang kadahilanan po ay hindi natin ini-embrace yung suffering. So, hindi po natin ini-embrace yung suffering. Na, hindi po, kumbaga, kurin po sa idea natin na yung suffering po is parte na po ng buhay ng isang kresyano. Kung mga pag tayo po'y kristyano, mag-e-expect na po tayo na talagang makakaranas po tayo ng suffering. Uh, by the way, Christianity is not suffering. No, it's not. Suffering is all about. Hindi po yun yung definition ng Christianity. No, Christianity is about obeying and following Jesus. But following and obeying Jesus requires sacrifices and self-denial. That's why Suffering is parti po ng buhay ng isang person. Kaya sabi ni Jesus sa mga disciples niya, If anyone would come after me, sabi na, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Na hindi niya po sinabi na, if you come and follow me, magiging komportable po yung buhay natin. Magiging madali po yung buhay natin. Hindi po yung sinabi ni Jesus. Yeah, that's why we need to embrace suffering. At kung ini-embrace natin 
Nako, talagang ini-embrace natin yung katotohanan na yon na ang isang kusano, parte na po yung suffering sa buhay niya. Then makikita po natin yung mga sarili natin na talagang nag-persevere po, nag-i-endure po sa lakad natin sa Panginoon o sa pagsunod po natin sa Panginoon. Because naintindihan po natin na Christianity, hindi po tayo pupunta sa park ba at lumamasyal o di kaya pupunta sa beach para maligo. In fact, sa binasa natin kanina, pinipicture out dito na isang Christianity is a race or a marathon. Hindi pa ako nakasubok ng marathon. Pero, ang pinaka-primary na kailangan mo, pagtatakbo ka sa marathon, hindi ka kailangan mabilis. Ang kailangan mo is endurance. Mabilis ka nga, tapos sa kalagitnaan, matutulog ka dahil pagod ka nga, then naunahan ka na ng iba. No, kaya ito rin yung point ng passage na pag-aaralan natin today, na yung endurance po, no, endurance is the key to remain faithful in our obedience to the Lord. Kaya that's why yung pamagat po ng pag-aaralan natin today is running with endurance. Because in original text, in the Greek text, start in verse 1 down to verse 3, yung pinaka-main command po dito ni ng writer is yung run. So yung imperative dito is yung the price, let us run with endurance. So ito po yung pinaka-emphasis or ito yung pinaka-imperative or pinaka-command po. Pero itong pinaka-main command na ito, napalibutan po ng tatlong participles. Tatlong participles. Yung surrounded, pangalawa lay aside, pangatlo is looking. No, na parang, ibig sabihin ng, ng writer, kung nais nating, if you want to run with endurance, the reason that is set before us, then we need to surround, we need to lay aside, and we need to lock. Discuss natin yan mamaya. But para ma-appreciate natin din, para ma-appreciate din natin ng maigi, bakit nga ba kinukumand ng writer pagdating natin sa chapter 12 na pinapatakbo niya tayong with endurance? No, why we need to run with endurance? Because kung titignan natin, itong chapter 12, itong chapter 12 na to is nag-start sa word therefore. So ibig sabihin, concluding part to, kung ano po yung nangyayari in chapter 11. Or the implication po, kung ano po yung nangyayari in chapter 11. Na parang sinasabi ng writer, dahil ito po yung nangyayari in chapter 11. So ngayon, ang implikasyon po sa atin is that we should run with endurance. The race that is set before us. Then we ask the question, so ano bang nangyayari in chapter 11? No, in chapter 11, ito po yung tinatawag nila na call of faith. Because lahat ng mga 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 tao in the Old Testament na delivered by faith is nilagay lahat dito, hindi man lahat, halos, ng writer kung paano sila namuhay at datay by faith. Na paano sila namuhay at datang by faith. Na para magbigay po sa atin ng encouragement na kung sila natapos nila yung race nila by faith, then for sure, tayo din ngayon, in the New Testament time, 
Baka kasi guro din tayo na patatapos din natin itong race. <laughs> so, but bago rin tayo mag-dive in sa chapter 11, konting background lang po, hindi po natin alam exactly kung sino talagang sumulat itong Hebrew. A lot of scholars nagsasuggest si Paul, si Barnabas, si Apollos, si Luke, but wala at the end of the day, wala din nakaka-conclude kung sino talagang sumulat ito. But for sure, yung sumulat po nito is that kung di man sa Hudyo, familiar siya po sa customs and tradition po ng Hudyo. Because kung babasahin po natin yung Book of Hebrew, ang dami pong pictures or metaphors about Jewish custom and practices, particularly sa temple sacrifices. So, sa, sa temple sacrifices. At ang writer, ini-emphasize niya rito na si Kristo po ay supreme. Supreme over everything. Jesus is superior to angels, superior to Moses and the prophets, superior to Aaron, to Aaron and the Levitical priest. Superior to the blood sacrifices of the old covenant and to the tabernacle and mismo sa templo. Jesus is superior. Kaya kung mayroon mang isang team yung Hebrew is about Christ is superior. Then, yung pinaka-purpose po, bakit sinulat to ni sinulat ng writer is that i-encourage lang po niya yung mga believers at the time na nakakaranas po ng grabbing persecution. No, grabe po yung persecution na nararanas nila. Ini-encourage siya na panghawakan nyo lang yung faith nyo kay Christ. Kaya countless times, mababasa natin yung praise na to na let us hold fast our confidence for our faith in Christ. Mababasa natin Hebreo chapter 3 Start in verse 6. But Christ is faithful over God's house as a son. And we are his house, if indeed we hold our confidence and our boasting and our hope. So, he mentioned, we hold fast. Then, if we jump to chapter 4, verse 14, Since then, we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens. Jesus, the Son of God, let us Hold fast. Again, ulit na. Then, jump to chapter 13. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering. But may pinakalas pa, pero bago niya, bago po, pinakalas admonition po ng, ng writer is that, ni-remind niya muna itong mga Hebrew believers na no, first time na nakilala nila si Kristo, kung ano po yung ginawa nila. If we jump to chapter 13, start in verse 32. Sabi rito, But recall the former days, referring doon, bago pa silang silang nagiging krasyano, after, after you were enlightened, ito yung nangyari sa mga believers, you endured a hard struggle with sufferings. Sometimes being publicly exposed to reproach and affliction, and sometimes being partners with those so treated. Ito po yung sitwasyon nila. For you had compassion on those in prison, and joyfully accepted the plundering of your property, since 
you knew that you yourselves had a better position and abiding one. Then, we jump to verse 35 for the last time. Inagmunis ulit sila, kinumant ulit sila ng writer. Sabi nga, therefore do not throw away your confidence. Parang sinabi ng writer is that huwag mo agad i-give up, isuko yung faith mo kay Christ. Then sabi niya in verse 6, for you have need of endurance. And what you need is endurance. So parang sabi niya, hindi to time. Pag makakaranas ka ng challenges, persecution, or suffering sa buhay, hindi po yun yung time na i-give up natin. Yung faith natin sa Panginoon. O yung pagsunod po natin sa Panginoon. No? Or pagsamba po natin sa Panginoon. Ang kailangan po natin is endurance. Pero bago niya diniscuss what endurance is all about or what running with endurance is all about, pinag-usapan niyo muna yung faith. Pinag-usapan niyo muna yung faith because itong faith po magpo-produce ng endurance. Kaya, kinote niya yung Habakkuk in verse 38. But my righteous one shall live by faith. Then, if we jump to verse 11, ito na yung ibig sabihin ni, ng writer, what does it mean to live by faith? What does it mean to live by faith? Ang dami pong makikita natin dito. What does it mean what faith is all about? But hindi po yun yung focus natin. I-define natin kung ano talaga yung faith or ano po yung characteristic or nature ng isang faith. At ang nais ko lang i-prove sa atin is that dahil sa faith po nitong mga believers na to in the Old Testament, itong mga heroes of the faith, they endured their calling. Well, they endured their calling despite po sa hardship or challenges na nakaharap nila. Nakaharap po nila. Or ang nais po ng writer na i-emphasize dito is that genuine faith produce, produces endurance. Genuine faith produces endurance. That a true believers should endure till the end. Alitin ko na. Ang nais lang i-emphasize po ng writer start in chapter 11, 1, 2, hanggang 40 is that genuine faith produce endurance na ang totoong kresyano po, mag-i-endure till then. So again, titingnan natin, no? yung goal natin, hindi define what faith is all about, or kung ano pong karakteristik o nature ng isang faith, but titingnan natin kung itong mga heroes of the faith, paano sila nag-endure because of the faith. Start natin kay Noah. Start po tayo in verse 7. So, yung pinapoint ng writer dito is Noah. So Noah. By faith, Noah, being warned by God concerning events as yet unseen. Di yung flood book, nire-refer dito. Because sa time ni Noah, di pa po nila na-experience yung baha. Hindi kagaya sa atin. Nakunting ulan, baha agad. Pero sa time nila Noah, unthinkable para sa kanya. Ano tong baha, Lord? But sabi rito, and reverent fear constructed an ark for the, save, for the saving of his household. By this commandment, by this, he condemned the world and become an ear of the righteous that comes by faith. Kung malalaman po natin na tinayo po ni Noah yung ark is umabot po ng 120 years. 
Duraylo. <laughs> nung sinabihan siya ng Panginoon, nawa gumawa ka ng ark. Ang ginawa niya, natapos 120 years. Try to think of it. 100 years, faithful no si Noah na i-construct yung ark. As I reflected on his word, magtitin years pa lang ako sa ministry. Gusto nang sumuko. Pero si Noah, 120 years throughout his life. Inindor niya yan. Nagawin po yung ark. Nagawin po yung ark. Then, we jump to Abraham. Tahan natin si Abraham. So, by faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to a place that he was to receive as an inheritance. And he went out not knowing where he was going. By faith, he went to live in the land of promise as in a foreign land, living in the tents with Isaac and Jacob, ears with him of the same promise. Simply lang lang po na command ng Panginoon sa kanya. Noah, umalis ka dyan sa land of or at pupunta ka sa land of promise. Diba? Yan lang yung command ng Lord. Yes, alam natin, throughout the journey of Abraham, so nag-waver somehow yung faith niya. Pero makita natin at the end of the day, faithful pa rin si Abraham dun sa calling niya sa Panginoon. Dun sa panawagan po ng Panginoon sa kanya. Panawagan po ng Panginoon sa kanya. Then, we go to Moses. Tanatin si Moses. In verse 24. By faith, Moses, when he was grown up, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Alam natin ha. Si Moses, hindi naman talaga totoong anak ni Pharaoh because Israelite siya. Familiar tayo sa story ni Moses. Then, choosing rather to be mistreated with the people of God than to enjoy the fleeting pleasure of sin. Na minimension dito ito yung time na si Moses may nag-aaway ng mga Hebreo na mamagitan siya. Tapos parang sinabihan siya doon na, ba't sino ka ba? <laughs> In 26, he considered the reproach of Christ greater wealth than the treasures of Egypt, for he was looking to the reward. Then, by faith, he left Egypt, anyone yung Egypt, not being afraid of the anger of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. So again, ang focus natin is, makita natin dito na si Moses, hindi po ganong kahirap yung calling niya. Nasarap niya ng buhay niya. Na, mayroon na siyang asawa, nagpapastol doon sa sa Mount of Horeb, tapos biglang nag-appear si Lord sa kanya, tinawag siya na, Moses, balik ka ulit sa Egypt, kunin mo yung mga Israelites papunta sa promised land. Para gawin yun, kailangan niyang harapin si Pharaoh. Na at that time, siya yung pinakamakapangyarihan. At aside doon, alam natin na almost or more than 2 million ka mga Israelites ililid niya papuntang Israel. Matitigas ng mga olong mga Israelites nito. Sa mga bahay nga natin, ilan lang tayo pero magulo pa. <laughs> Lalo pa kaya. Kung kita natin, nag-endure si Moses. Although, hindi siya nakapasok sa promised land because matigas din yung olong. Pero, even to the last breath of his life, nag-endure si Moses doon sa calling niya po sa Panginoon. And last, itinan natin tong Judges, si King David, at saka si Prophet Samuel. And jump in verse 32. And what more shall I say? For time would fall, would fail me to tell of Gideon 
Barak, Samson, Jephthah, of David and Samuel, and the prophets, who through faith conquered kingdoms, enforced justice, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of the lions, quenched the power of the fire, escaped the edge of the sword, were made strong out of weakness, become mighty in war, put foreign armies to fight. Now take note, itong mga minimension po ni ng writer. No, si Gideon, si Barak, si Samson, si Jipta, si King David. Ito po yung mga taong di commit big time sin before God. Si Samson at saka si David is mga womanizer. In fact, murderer pa si David. Pero, they remain faithful po sa cooling nila sa Panginoon until their last breath. Then, ma-realize natin na we don't need to have a perfect life. We don't need to have a perfect faith in order for us to persevere in our calling. What we need is genuine faith because genuine faith produces endurance. Di ba minsan, sana ganun na lang ka kalaki yung faith ko, kagaya kay sino ba yung pumunta sa ibang bansa para mag-mission lang. Ito lang ibig sabihin, hindi natin kailangan na maging imperfecto yung buhay natin, maging imperfecto yung faith natin because wala naman din sa chatting. Para lang mag-persever tayo sa calling natin sa Panginoon. Now, what we need is genuine faith. Totoong pananampalataya po kay Kristo. Because genuine faith produces endurance. In fact, it is not about our faith per se. Because it is by the grace of God who sustain us, who will preserve us. Ang response na lang natin is that, do we believe? May sustain tayo ng Panginoon, ipipreserve tayo ng So, ito po yung point ng writer dito sa chapter 11 na to. That genuine faith produces endurance. And because of this truth, then, yung clear po na implikasyon sa atin is that we who have a genuine faith in the Lord should run with endurance. Should run with endurance. Kaya, jump to chapter 12 verse 1. Therefore, therefore, because ito po yung katotohanan na lahat ng totoong may pananampalataya kay Kristo, di endure in their calling. So, ang admonish niya din sa atin is that, therefore, tayo pong may totoong pananampalataya kay Kristo. Na naintindihan natin na tayo yung makasalanan at hindi po natin kayang iligtas yung ating mga sarili kahit ano pong good works yung gagawin natin. Kundi, sa pamamagitan lamang ng pananampalataya kay Kristo. Kung nagtitiwala tayo kay Kristo, then, hindi lang magkaroon tayo ng kaligtasan, kundi totoo po yung pananampalataya natin. Then itong pananampalataya na to, ito rin yung po yung magsusustain sa atin, or ito, ito din po yung gagamitin ng Lord para magsustain po tayo dun sa calling po natin, sa panawagan po natin sa Panginoon.
their persons, we are surrounded by so great cloud of witnesses. So let us lay aside every weight of sin, every weight and sin which so cl- closely, and let us run with their own endurance the race that is set be for us. Let us run with endurance is present na in a present form. Present form po, ibig sabihin po na continuous po, ongoing po ito nangyayari sa mga buhay po natin. Hindi lang to one-time event. Until the last breath of our life, nag-i-endure po tayo. Nag-persever po tayo. Then, the race that is set before us, itong kagandahan, because itong race na to, hinanda na po ng Panginoon sa atin, prinipir na po ng Panginoon. At ang Panginoon lang po din ang nakaka-determine itong race natin. Hindi po tayo. Minsan tayo, hanggang dito na lang ako, Lord. Ano ka, Lord? Hindi <laughs> ko na kaya. Comment po ni Richard Phillips, sabi niya. Many Christians spend far too much effort trying to figure out what lies ahead. When our calling, in our calling, ito lang po yung calling natin, is to persevere in faith wherever God should lead us. Because it is God who will determine po sa race natin. Ang atiniling lang po ng Panginoon sa atin is that we should run with endurance. We should run with endurance. Hindi ko bang po alam kung ano pong pinagdadaanan nyo sa buhay ngayon. But one thing na nais ng Panginoon po sa atin is that we should run with endurance. The question is, how? How do we run with endurance? What does running with endurance means? The four things po makikita natin. The one is that run with endurance means we need to emulate mature believers or imitate mature believers. So again, yung main verb or main command po ng Panginoon is that We should run with endurance. Let us run with endurance. Now then, the first participle is that yung surrounded, word na surrounded. We are surrounded by so great cloud of witnesses. Sabi nito. Cloud of witnesses. Ito mga cloud of witnesses na to, as nire-refer po yung chapter 11. Yung mga heroes of the faith. Because napagtugumpayan niya nila yung lakad nila sa Panginoon because of their faith, then, parang sabi po ng writer is that, kumbaga, ito testimony to. Para tayo ngayong mga believers, dayahin natin yung faith nila upang mag-endure din tayo sa calling po natin. Mag-endure tayo sa calling po. Hindi po ako atlet, pero sabi nila, yung mga atlet daw po, may mga iniidolo sila para magiging motivated sila sa sa sports din kung anong sports yung sinasalian nila. No, si Lebron James, yes, iniidolo niya si, si isa din iniidolo niya is si Kobe Bryant. During daw nung high school niya, talagang pinapanood niya si Kobe Bryant. Paano maglaro? Nai-inspire siya. Nai-inspire siya na namumotivate siya. Nagawin niya rin yung nagayahin din si Kobe Bryant. Nakita din natin, talagang nagiging successful din to si 
Lebron James sa larangan ng basketball. So, parang, ang sabi ng writer, itong mga heroes in the faith, in chapter 11, sila yung uh, magtitistify sa atin na because of their faith, na-endure po nila yung calling nila sa Panginoon. So din ngayon, ginamit nyo ng writer na para example po natin, na imitate natin po sila. Comment po ni John MacArthur, sabi na, I do not believe that the cloud of witnesses surrounding us and standing in the galleries of heaven, watching us, watching as we perform. The idea here is that, that we should be faithful lest they be disappointed or that we should try to impress them like a sports team trying to impress the fans and the bleachers. They are witnesses to God, not to us. They are examples. No, they are example, not on lockers. They have proved by their testimony their witness that the life of faith is only life to live. Okay, that's why pagpuntahan natin yung Hebreo 13, sabi po rito, remember your leaders, those who spoke to you the word of God. Then, consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. Imitate their faith. So, to run with endurance means we need to emulate mature believers. But, nais ko lang dagdagan to. Itong imitate or emulate. Because itong word kasi na imitate or emulate, parang masado na siyang kumbaga gasgas or hindi mga gasgas because scriptural to. Pero parang wala masadong tawag nito? Kapit ba? Because parang ang ginagawa kasi ngayon ng mga kristyano is that gayahin ko to si ganito, si ganito. Gayahin lang yung achievements nila sa buhay. Yung status nila sa buhay. Pero ayaw naman natin magpa-accountable dun sa person na yun. Is that hindi lang po mag-emulate natin sila, kundi magpa-disciple po tayo. Magpa-disciple po tayo sa kanila. Because alam po natin na hindi natin to matatapos yung race na to well kung tayo lang po mag-isa. Last, I think last week, nakausap ko isa kong kapatid. Sabi niya, ang hirap pala ng walang nagdi-disciple sa'yo. Now you know. <laughs> Because sa church nila, may discipleship man ang nangyayari, pero parang sabi niya nga, parang ano lang to, Rotary Club, kikwintohan lang ng ano, pero walang life-to-life na discipleship na nangyayari. Superficial lang. Kasi pag madami akong pinagdadaanan, wala akong masabihan, walang mag-i-encourage sa akin, walang mag-guide sa akin. And then, walang magre-rebuke sa akin kung mali na pala yung ginagawa ko. Ang disenyo po ng Panginoon sa atin is that hindi po we should run with endurance alone. Hindi po yun yung disenyo ng Panginoon. Kung naalala natin, yung pre-needs ko yung Ephesians chapter 4, so makita natin doon na yung maturity sa community project na kailangan natin yung isa't isa para lumago po tayo sa lakad natin sa Panginoon. Kaya, hindi lang i-emulate natin yung mga mature believers in the Lord, pero wala tayong, hindi tayong papakantable sa kanila. So, magpa-disciple din po tayo. Magpa-disciple po din. So, 
Pangalawang point po. Second point. To run with endurance means we should not preoccupy ourselves with unnecessary things. So yung pangalawang participles dito, lay aside. Lay aside or throw off. But itong participle na to, connected with two direct objects, which is weight and sin. Parang isa lang actually yung emphasize ng ng writer dito, pero nais kong hiwalayin. Gawin kong pangalawang point itong weight tapos yung sin, pangatlong point. I-discuss natin tong tong weight na to. Every weight na to. Sabi dito. Since we are surrounded by so great cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight. Other translation is obstacle or hindrances. Na, na ang sa Greek pa is, isa tong pabigat sa katawan mo. Na kailangan mong dapat tanggalin because ang image again is you are running the race. No, para makapagtakbo ka ng maayos, kung ano man yung sagabal dun sa katawan mo, tanggalin mo yon Ganun yung picture. Tapos ginamit po sa atin na kung ano man yung mga unnecessary things po, dapat nating i-remove. Unnecessary things. Hindi sa bad in itself. Hindi sa sin in itself. Impact. Even mga good stops to siya. Pero, kung preoccupied tayo too much dito sa mga bagay na to, ito po yung magkukos sa atin or maghihinder sa atin sa lakad natin sa Panginoon. Yung anak ko po, si Karis, pag manonotice ko na too much na siya kakapanood sa sa YouTube, sabihin ko na, stop na. Magrarason pa, why papa, I don't have class. Ano naman? Bakit hindi ko nakayaan? Wala nang isang class. Explain ko sa kanya. If you, if you watch too much, your mind will be preoccupied with watching na lang. Then, tapos tanungin ko siya, so anong klase mo kanina? Anong lesson mo kanina? Makakalimutan niya. Ako, tingnan mo. Justify ka ba? Minsan, ganun din tayo, di ba? Hindi naman na masama mag-Facebook, manood ng movie, ng key drama. Pero kung consume na tayo dun sa mga bagay na yon, yun din yung isang bagay na maghihinder sa atin, magdadivert sa focus natin sa Panginoon. Unti-unti tayong manghihina po sa lakad po natin sa Panginoon. Kaya we need to throw off this things. Ngayon, palapit na po yung election. Ito po yung nanonotice ko. Ang dami po sa ating mga Kristiano na Yes, nag engage in politics. Again, hindi po mali. nag engage tayo sa politics. But, ito lang po yung reminder ko. Be careful. Because next time we know, consume na po tayo sa mga bagay na to. Na-consume na po tayo sa mga bagay na to. Kaya si Paul po, yung warning na kay Timothy. Pagpuntahan natin si Timothy, start in chapter 2, verse 3. Sabi niya, Share in suffering as a good soldier of Christ Jesus. No soldier gets entangled in civilian pursuit. No, parang sabi ni Paul, walang sundalo na nag involve sa mga bagay na wala namang kinalaman dun sa service niya. Because yung aim niya, sabi niya, since his aim is to please the one who enlisted him. No, parang sabi ni ni 
Paul kay Timothy, Timothy, huwag ka mag-focus dun sa mga bagay na hindi naman ganun ka-importante. Pero sa alam natin po si Timothy na mahilig sa debate. <laughs> Kaya pag-jump natin sa verse 15, sabi ni Paul, do not do your best to present yourself to God as one approved a worker who has no need to be ashamed, rightly handling of the word of God. But avoid irreverent babble for it will lead people into more and more ungodliness. Na napara po kay Paul, yung mga unnecessary things po, ito yung mga bagay na hindi naman nakakontribute ng progress sa walk natin sa Panginoon. Kung alam po natin, sabi ko, hindi to sin in itself. Hindi to bad things. This is even good stuff. Pero kung hindi man to nakakadagdag po sa progress ng walk natin sa Panginoon, bagkos nakakahadlang lang, dahil preoccupied na tayo dun sa bagay na yon. we need to throw off these things. We need to put away these things. So to run with endurance means we should not preoccupy ourselves with unnecessary things. Pangatlong point. To run with endurance means we need to be serious in putting sin to death. Obviously, all sin is a hindrance to our walk with the Lord or devotion po natin sa Panginoon. Hindi po sinabi rito, kung hindi po diniscuss dito ng writer kung anong mga sin na to. Pero, obviously, lahat po ng sin, lahat po ng sin can hinder can hinder po sa debusyon natin sa Panginoon. That's why we need to lay aside, we need to throw off. Because all sin can hinder our debusyon to God, divert our attention from God, slow us down in our walk with God. Because when we are in sin, ito po, listen to when we are in sin, we lost appetite to pursue God. Kapag nasa sin po tayo, we lost appetite to pursue God, we lost our passion for God, and we lost our joy and strength to obey and serve God. Natitingnan natin si David, kinote kanina ni bro JC, yung Psalms 51, pero bago tayo puntahan yung Psalms 51, puntahan natin Psalms 32. Because same lang tong Identika lang tong dalawa na to. Confession ni, ni David. In fact, sabi ng mga, ng mga scholars is two years po tinago ni David yung kasalanan niya. No, yung adultery at murder. Then, finally, nung kuninfront siya ni Nathan, tsaka mo niya palang kinonfess sa Panginoon. Kaya, during that time, ito yung confession niya sa Panginoon. During that time na tinago-tago niya yung kasalanan niya, ito yung nararamdaman niya. Ito yung Dala-dala niya sa buhay niya, sabi niya. For when I keep silent, my bones wasted away. Do my groaning all day long. For day and night, your hand was heavy upon me. My strength was dried up. Well, that's why wala tayong lakas na magsilbi po sa Panginoon, mag-worship po sa Panginoon. Because for the first place, we are in sin. Because how can we endure in our obedience to God when we no longer have the strength to carry on? That's why we need to confess our sin and put sin 
Siguro talagang throughout two years, hindi na i-experiencehan ni David yung presensya ng Panginoon. Let the bones that you have broken rejoice. Hide your face from my sin and blot out all my iniquities. iniquities. In verse 12, sabi niyo, Restore to me the joy of your salvation and uphold me with a willing spirit. So again, how can we worship God obey God, or serve God when there is no joy in our hearts. Because we cannot manufacture joy. Hindi po natin mamamanufacture yung joy. So, hindi po to kaya natin ipagawa sa manufacturer, yung kaligayahan na to. Because true joy is the outcome of our intimate fellowship with God. And And how can we have intimate fellowship with God if we are living in sin or there are unconfessed sin po sa mga puso natin. That's why, church, listen, kung nais po, seryoso po tayo sa pinapagawa ng Lord sa atin is that we need to throw off or to lay aside sins. Kaya that's why I like the way Paul used the word put sin to death. Hindi lang i-throw off. Kubarin mo, dyan ka lang ha, tapos balikan kita. Pagka <laughs> sabi ni, sabi ni, ni Paul, put sin to death. Put to sin to death. Kapuntahan natin yung Romans chapter 6 verse 11. Konteksto dito because we are union na with Christ. Christ save us from the slavery of sin. Then, In verse 11, so you also must consider yourself dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. Let's search. Let me ask you. So, gano'n po tayo kaseryoso? Putting sin to death. Because, yung pagiging seryoso po natin na iput to death natin yung sin is that nangangahulugan lang din na serious din tayo sa pag-obey natin sa Panginoon. Because again, all sin hinders our obedience to God. All sin no can hinders po our worship or devotion to God. All kind of sins. Hindi ko man alam kung ano mga kasalanan niyo before the Lord. The Lord knows that. No, but again, sin, all sin can hinders us in our obedience to the Lord. That's why running with endurance means putting sin to death. Last, to run with endurance means we need to fix our eyes on Jesus. Ito yung pangatlong participle. So, therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. How? By looking to Jesus. No looking to Jesus. Other translation is fixing to Jesus. Na yung focus natin, yung whole attention natin na kay Kristo po lamang. Para bang sabi ng writer, if you and I want to endure hardship, suffering, and challenges as we obey 
to Jesus, then we should keep on looking or fixing our eyes to Jesus. Itong fixing na to or looking na to is present in a present form. Again, a continuous na nangyayari po sa mga buhay natin. Na hindi lang one-time event. Kundi patuloy yung mata natin na katuon lamang po kay Kristo. We will and can never and ever run with endurance and finish the race if our eyes are not fixed on Jesus. Again, yung metaphor po na ginamit dito is nasa race tayo. Tumatakbo tayo. Marathon. Kung nakalingon ka sa kabila or sa likod, dito yung maatakbo ka ng maayos. Baka mamaya, poste na pala yung nabangga ka pa. <laughs> Ganito yung sabi ni Jesus at ng writer. Fix our eyes on Jesus. Fix our eyes on Jesus. I don't know ano yung mga bagay na sa mga buhay po natin na, na saan po nakatingin yung mga atensyon or mga focus natin sa lakad natin sa Panginoon. But ito lang din yung masasabi natin, masasabi ng salita ng Panginoon na we cannot endure this race kung hindi po nakafix yung mata natin kay Kristo. Comment po ni MacArthur sabi na. Sometimes, we are preoccupied with what other Christians are thinking and doing, especially in the relation to us. Concern for other also have a place. We do not disregard our brother in Christ, but if we focus on others, we are bound to stumble and we are not even to focus on the Lord. Sa walk natin sa Panginoon, nakatingin tayo sa mga taong nakapaligid sa atin. Then continue sabi niya, if our focus is truly on Jesus Christ, we will see everything else in a right perspective. There are a lot of things going on sa mga buhay natin. Hindi natin maintindihan anong nangyayari. Kung yung mata lang daw natin nakapokus kay Kristo din, maintindihan natin ba't nangyayari itong mga bagay na pa. When our eyes are on the Lord, the Holy Spirit has the perfect opportunity to use us to get us running and winning. So church, we need to fix our eyes on Jesus. Three reasons. Tatlong kadahilanan po why we need to fix our eyes on Jesus. One is that Jesus is the source of our faith and will also mature us in the faith. Verse 2. Looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith. Yung founder po, another translation is originator or author. Means that Jesus is the source of our faith. At not only the source of our faith, but also the perfecter of our faith. It means na the one who will carry it through to completion. Na si Jesus din yung, ginamit ko lang yung word na mature, si Jesus din yung magmamature po sa faith natin. Sana nga yung source, siya pa din po yung magmamature. Yes, may obligasyon po tayo, but primarily it is God's, it is Christ who will mature po sa lakad natin. Listen to this church because marami po tayong challenges na kinakaharap sa buhay o problema po kinakaharap sa buhay, we worried so much because baka concern natin, Lord, paano kaya to 
malalagpasan itong problemang dinaranas ko. So take note, it is Jesus who will give you faith. Is also Jesus will mature your faith. Ang nais lang ni Jesus is run with endurance. So huwag mong pupabilimahin kung maliit pa lang yung faith mo ngayon sa Panginoon. It is Jesus. Si Jesus po yung magmamature sa faith natin. That's why the ultimate solution, pag may problema tayo, hindi po eh, throw away. Talikuran natin si Kristo, kundi indoor po natin. Because, again, it is Jesus who will give us faith, also Jesus will mature our Pangalawang reason po, Jesus' suffering is the perfect example of endurance. The Jesus' suffering is the perfect example of endurance. Sabi rito, Looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. Referring dito to the suffering ni Christ on the cross, despising the shame. But I like, paano ginamit po ng writer yung word na Jesus, hindi Christ. Jesus is the humanity of Christ. Because kung, kung maintindihan natin na hindi po ginamit ni Jesus yung deity niya, yung pagiging Diyos niya, nung napako siya doon sa cross para ma-minimize na yung pain, na hindi po yung ginamit ni Kristo. Kaya inimposize na Jesus, the humanity of Jesus, talagang na-experience niya yung pain, yung paghihirap doon sa cross. But sabi rito, who for the joy was set before him. Ginawa yun ni Kristo out of joy. Out of joy niyang ginawa yung isang bagay na yun. Diba pag tayo po nakakaranas ng problema, tapos yung brothers or sister natin in Christ, kinukumport tayo. Sige bro and sis, i-endure mo lang yan. Back of our mind, sabihin natin, sabi mo lang yan dahil hindi ikaw nasa sitwasyon ko eh. <laughs> Nasabi mo lang yan dahil hindi mo ito nararanasan ko. But sabi ng writer dito, look, Jesus, He is also a human. He suffered on the cross. At hindi dahil sa ginawa niyang kasalanan, kundi sa iyong kasalanan. Makakasimpatay si Kristo. Then, yung suffering ni Christ is the great example or the perfect example po to endure suffering. Kaya, when we jump to chapter 3, and chapter 3 is reinforcement lang po sa chapter 2. Because, inano niya ulit yung endured. Considered, sabi niya in verse 3. Considered. Or ponder it. Reflect on it. Why? Considered him who endured from sinners such hostility against himself. Why we should consider, sabi niya, so that you may not grow weary or faint-hearted. Na, yung ginawa ni Kristo, if we consider yung ginawa ni Kristo dun sa cross, no, magdudulot po ito ng strength sa atin para to, and the last reason is that Jesus is reigning victorious in heaven. Looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, despising the same, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. 
seated at the right hand of the throne of God, refer her the exaltation of Christ. The glorification of Christ. Because Christ endured on the cross, died on the cross, and rose again. And now he is exalted in heaven. Then, we know, Christ is reigning victorious now. Then, ginamit to ng, ng writer na ipaabot po sa atin na tayo pong nananampalataya kay Kristo. Alam po natin one day, we will be with Christ for the rest of eternity. We will be with Christ for the rest of eternity. That's why knowing this truth is more than enough na na magkaroon tayo ng lakas upang to endure po sa buhok natin sa Panginoon. Nakumpuntahan natin si Pedro at saka si Paul. Sabi ni Pedro in, in 1 Peter chapter 4, Beloved, do not be surprised at the fiery trial when it comes upon you to test you as though something strange were happening to you. But, baga, huwag ka na magulat kung dami pong problemang pinagdadaanan. But rejoice in so far as you share Christ's suffering. So why? Naghihirap ka na nga, nagsasuffer ka na nga, nagre-rejoice pa. Sabi niya, that you may also rejoice and be glad when thou, when His glory is revealed. Makasama na natin si Kristo. Mas greater joy na yung may experience po natin. Then, sa Apostle Pablo, in Romans chapter 8, verse 18, For I considered that the suffering of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. The church, listen. By all means, by all means, we have enough reason to endure because Jesus is the source of our faith and will mature us in the faith. His suffering is the perfect example of endurance and He is reigning victorious in heaven. All the motivations that we need to endure in Christian life are found in Jesus. That's why we should look to Jesus. We need to fix our eyes on Jesus. Conclusion. Genuine faith produces endurance. Thus, endurance is the key to remain faithful in our obedience to God despite po sa mga sitwasyon natin sa buhay. Church, listen. God did not save us to start the race. Hindi po tayo niligtas ng Panginoon para magumpisahan lang yung race. God save us to finish the race. And the key to finish the race that was set before us is to run with endurance. Yung apat kanina, na point natin, yun yung what does it mean to endure. So church, let's run with endurance. Or let me ask you a question. Are you running? Tumatakbo po ba kayo? Sa walk niyo sa Panginoon? Or tinatakbuhan niyo ang Panginoon? <laughs> worse pa, baka natulog tayo sa walk natin sa Panginoon. Now, let us run with endurance. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you and bless you, God, for reminding us of your word. Lord, hindi po ganun kadali, O Diyos, na to run with endurance, O God. 
because we are a people of a regard Lord na. Instead, we look to Jesus, oh God. Mas nakikita namin yung circumstances namin sa buhay. Mas dun po nakafocus yung mga mata namin sa mga sitwasyon namin. Kaya tulungan mo kami, oh Lord, na talagang ibaling po yung mata namin sa inyo, Jesus. So that, oh God, na we finish this race well, oh Lord. Kagaya po kay Apostle Pablo na sabi niya, I have fought a good fight. I have finished the race. So Lord, help us. Help us as a church of God, Lord. To finish this race well. Thank you, God. This is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Cruciform Life Church Podcast. Check out more gospel-centered messages at www.cruciformlifechurch.org or subscribe to this podcast at Spotify.